Hey everybody, it's Vaughn, and I'm with a blast from the past named Shimmy Stallings. <laughs> Me and Shimmy had a mutual friend from a long time ago, and they said I had to meet her. And at the time, Shimmy was a chef, and she cooked for some of the most prestigious Hollywood A-list celebrities you can think about, and you can, I mean, ever, even, you, you would never know about, rather. And now Shimmy is transitioning um, into journalism and writing and playwriting and scripted shows. And we have her today in Vegas at the Bellagio. I mean, well, not the Bellagio, I'm so sorry. We were there for a convention earlier, but now we're at the Wynn Hotel. So having said that, Shimmy Shim, mm-hmm. have you, do you remember when people said that you couldn't, do you remember, do you recall rather when somebody told you that you couldn't do something? Absolutely, all the time. Can you tell us that first instance? Um, well, uh, for me, um, with my life, I, I listen to what God and the angels say. And so I don't listen to people and, you know, they project their fears onto me. Um, so I've been really fortunate and blessed in a lot of my situations um, through my life and it continues. Um, and so when people say, you know, that's hard or it's been, it's taken a long time or why don't you do something else just in case, those are fear uh, conversations that I don't deal with and I don't register that, you know, so I just keep it, keep it pushing. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I know, I mean, back in the day, like, being a young college graduate and stuff and graduating from school from Cornell and I went to uh I went to I, I, I went straight to Saks Fifth Avenue corporate office on Fifth Avenue one of the only black kids that was doing it we had to work in a store and all this other stuff and then one you know we had to work part of our training of being an executive is that we had to work in the store mm-hmm. and you know it was you know everything was so routine mm-hmm. so now you know and now, and fast forward, you work in the entertainment industry, you can't be a model and an actor. And now it's like people are models and actors, and they also sell products, and they're rapping, and they get wines. And you know what I'm saying? It's like people singing like Beyonce and, and doing deals with, you know, Disney and Adidas. Right. So it's kind of like Pepsi. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> right, she, right. she can drink, right. you know you know soda and you know workout it's just crazy right so but you know did you did you ever so have you ever heard of the terminology uh multi-hyphenate uh um would that be the same as multitasking i feel like it is okay well that's me yeah. i came from old school you know and so i was blessed to have like people like uh tukey smith or freddie jackson or Al Sharpton and, you know, his wife, Kathy, and, you know, just people in that circle with, you know, the models and just people who didn't have a problem with, oh, this is what you want to do. Oh, let me introduce you to this one. And, you know, it happened. And they sort of, you know, I sort of grew up with with the ideology of um, the multitasking and the details and the update and, you know, the research and um, you know, just putting it all together, you know, and, and, and presentation. So for me, it's like me just closing my eyes and, you know, just letting, uh, the natural effects happen. Um, because, um, in that life when I, you know, lived and, and grew up in that, that whole realm of just people helping people and not, you know, with no 
reservations or, um, you know, no complications or not lies. How about that? Let's just start there. <laughs> not this sort of, oh, well, I'm just didn't call me uh, just to hear the phone ring or, you know, some something like that, which is like really ridiculous, a waste of time. And what does that suit? Who does that suit? No one. So um, I was fortunate um, to to be in that that whole growing up stage, which I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. And so, you know, from there, you know, you always give back. You always help. You always because that's how how it was in, in those times. There are some some of us still out there. Hey, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, but for the young ones, they you know, they got to learn the code. You know, they just got to get the code right. Everything is me, 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 I, I, I. There's no I in team and there's no crying in baseball. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, because I noticed a lot of times um, people always say, you you know, I remember one time when I was working a lot in the entertainment industry and uh, I, had a, I had a team that was, it, it, they were emerging as well. But because I've always had a business acumen and I, I was always like the president and I look back of the National Honor Society, I was the president of like the fraternal organization. I didn't realize all those things I did because I didn't that I did it because I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I and I never and I never really boast about it. So yeah. me even saying it makes me cringe, but it, yeah. but now I'm in a different place. Uh-huh. But I realized that when you start to understand that if you you know, I know I, I, I started learning my strengths mm-hmm. and I know my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you real with yourself and you start being and you start being real with yourself, you can actually like let your strengths be, um you know, live on their own and start to hone and sharpen mm-hmm. those weaknesses so you can be powerful in all right. aspects. Absolutely. So, you know, running a magazine, there's no college program to teach you how to do publishing, right. digital publishing, any sorts of publishing. Mm-hmm. So it's all trial by error. Yeah. And you're you're making things up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, but what I learned is when you can do anything on this, like this, I learned that with the, the naysayers back in the day that told me I could not do this and that, mm-hmm. they were wrong then and they're wrong now. Well, I came from you know, my mother, you know, God bless her. She was born in the you know the late 20s, her and my dad. So he was an electrical engineer. She was uh, highly educated. I mean, it was just one thing after another, this degree. You know, they call, they call her Dr. Stallings. She had a doctorate in education. You know, I'm reading at two years old and, you know, thesaurus and the dictionaries and so um for me uh my life was already i think on the road of excellence we never she never taught us uh the word can't cannot do or uh it looks hard she always said apply yourself you could do anything so she always gave us that strength her and my dad too that we can accomplish anything in life um and then just the accomplishments that you know i received or just been through in my life, I didn't get any type of, um, I guess, any training, um, you know, with uh, with with music. When I was a lyricist, um, and I got a publishing deal and, and Zamba Publishing, uh, it was just something I loved to do. Started with poetry at ten years old, you know, won you know a contest from Jet Magazine. That was an old magazine. Oh yeah, that's why you <laughs> why you know I'm telling the age, but you know I got a young face and old knees. I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, you know, doing with that and then just writing. I used to have a group with my brother. Like he so random. He played. He played um, all instruments. He taught himself drums, bass. So I used to sing and I used to write. 
And he's the one who taught me about BMI and ASCAP. And so from there, I just, you know, just was in the studio and taking one, back then it was getting one cassette tape and then I laid the background, then I laid another one. Then I, now I have, a, a, you know, the whole harmony going. And then I took that tape and did, you know, the, the, the lead. And then I took that tape and then I did, you know, the ad-lib. And then the next thing you know, I had a full song and I shot from this, this record company, got that deal. And I shot from this record company, got that deal. So I was always a multitasker, always thinking outside the box, always thinking about what's next, always uh, because I'm a spiritual and, and I see things and spirits and they talk to me and I, God shows me the way. You know, I've just been truly blessed, even with, um, you know, going through that and then hitting with uh, 9-11 and, you know, going through that whole thing. Um, you know, a good friend of mine let let me and uh, my friend stay at her house for like two and a half months. I was homeless. Just started a, a, a you know, a, a company just for cooking, King Magazine. Wait, so, tell, so can we rewind a little bit so people, so tell us why you were almost homeless during 9-11, because I don't know people who dealt is that because you lived in that area? I lived in the area. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It was down the block from it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So um, it was just terrible, um, you know, from that. Just seeing the people falling out the building, jumping from the building. It was just, you know. But, you know, my... Strength, you actually witnessed that? Yeah. Yeah. I was actually home when it happened. And oh. we come outside, it looked like a movie. So oh. I, I guess I was in shock. You know, I stayed with... Uh, one of my good friends, Queen Latifah, you know, she just brought her home in Jersey. She was gracious enough to allow us to stay there um, for several months. And I just was just cooking. Was, you know, I guess it was just something to um, maybe ease the pain of the time. Um, didn't know what I was going to do. King Magazine came along with Shanita Palmer, worked with Daytuan Thomas. She put a whole team together, stylists. And, you know, it was just the crew. And I was like, oh, you know what? I want to, things that I like to eat. Let me just sit. And from there, just a celebrity, a celebrity, a celebrity, just Iman and uh, Serena Williams and Kanye West. And Wait, can we get, we had a four, we had a slow back because you just said, <laughs> I said all these people's names that like it was like the back of your, like shoebox. Oh, you know what I mean? like uh, what size? But what can, I mean, so, okay. So when you did your, um, Okay, um, uh, I mean, <laughs> these names are amazing. Thank you. But um, the crazy thing of it is, I want to know what kind of cuisine where you're cooking. Be like, mm -hmm. I want to know what kind of cuisine you're cooking. Like, do you, do you, can you explain to us what kind of meals you were innovating? And I infuse, uh, I guess my title would be a healthy gourmet chef. Ooh. And so, didn't know anything about it, just knew it. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. You know, you want to give me a title? In my mind, it's like, God gave me a gift and this is what I'm doing. So, uh, um, so for me, I was just like, uh, I wonder if mango and salmon would go. Oh, it was great. And I can taste it in my head. I can taste the ingredients. I can see it visually. I can see exactly what, you know, people gonna, how they're gonna react to it. You know, because these spirits, they show me stuff. So. I'm just cooking. Like, oh, I like this. Why don't I just make this? You know, I'm making my own fresh pasta. I'm doing, you know, a couple of sets I did with Vivica Fox and 50 Cent when they were dating. You know, I did uh, a whole spread and cooking on the set with fr frying chicken. I had like uh, with uh, 50 Cent 
And, and you know, next thing I know is 35 people. Next thing you know is 50 people. And I got the fryer and everything on set and I'm cooking on set and, and drive by studio. <laughs> you know, I got all the tables set up with the fresh, with the candies and the pies and the ice cream. And then you got this, it's like a whole So you thing. had a whole like craft services that was like a I, whole lifestyle decision that people were trying to make. Yeah, yeah. And you create, and you, I feel like you, I mean, in that time that was like, yeah. That was that was revolutionary, right? Mm-hmm. I was the only black uh, chef that had her own company and had these celebrities. So when these when these people say, "Oh, you know, I'm a celebrity chef," I, and I think it's cute, but <laughs> and you know, everybody has their own way. So that's how that is. But um, yeah, I I was really blessed, and I just felt like you know, just it was just coming. This one and this one and this one and traveling to LA and doing Black Hair Is with Marcus and Blasting Game and and then from there I you know since I'm a writer you know finding the time to even start my own editorial page and King Magazine and Double XL and oh so when people always say you you know so now it's like okay so before let's back up a little teeny bit because I want to explore the hyphen the multi hyphenate definition. So basically, and, and, and I noticed that when people ask me questions back in the day, how did you, why would you want to do that and do this at the same time? They're so different, but they really aren't. I feel like everything has a symmetry to it mm-hmm. and everything has a synergy to it and or synergy, two, two, two or three or multiple things have as a synergy to it. If you just really look hard. Everything is connected by some dots. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you just said you produced or you or you fabricated or constructed or even created some dishes. Mm-hmm. And now you're creating screenplays and mm-hmm. you know, scripted shows. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I'm saying like, oh, she's she likes to design things. Mm-hmm. Very creative. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like so it's starting to come together. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like if I if somebody were to say celebrity chef or just a chef or a person that has celebrity clients and now they're right, they wanna now they wanna write. Mm-hmm. It's like two separate worlds. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to see that you're more of you like to create. Mm-hmm. You like to create things and innovate things that are not offered at the time. Yeah. So I, I what, didn't even know it. And right. <laughs> you know? And then what were you doing before that? Before World Trade? Before you started learning about cooking and all that stuff? I was writing. Oh, you was writing? Yeah, I was writing. So it's like I'm coming full circle. So you was writing. Yeah. What were you writing? Same type of um, songs, music. Oh, oh right. God! Yeah, you said that. So basically, again, another, 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 another synergistic. This is another dimension. Another a dimension and synergistic mm-hmm. moment for yourself because basically yeah. the connection is you like to tell stories and you like to create spaces. Yeah. And you take you have a blank canvas and you can write on it and people think when you think canvas you paint. You don't have to paint on canvas. A canvas could be your skin, can be you, mm-hmm. a wall. It can also be a car. A canvas can be a block of cheese, and mm-hmm. you can decorate it. Mm-hmm. That's a canvas, mm-hmm. and that's what a canvas is to me. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I see stuff. I don't. I, I see lines, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like I feel like like things are like like. And I feel like that's when I met you. I didn't even need to have, have a long conversation. Mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, okay. I see lines. I like her style. She has this little swag, this little New Jack City swag. Hey. <laughs> so it makes sense. So wow. So you went from Zomba, won that contest mm-hmm. in school, and then you transferred. So you had the contest, from, I mean, Jet, mm-hmm. and then you transitioned to building these foods out, and then you transitioned back to where you 
Well, you want to go right, right? Oh, wow. Right, right. So, do you feel like you ever gonna miss writing? I mean, music. Yeah, not just music. Uh, food. No. no. And how, why? Um, because I think I did it the best that it could have been done at the time, and I think that I was really detailed and intricate in my presentation. Um, I feel like the market now is oversaturated. I feel like uh, people are using cheaper ingredients. Um, the presentation is not, you know, 100% in my standards. What's pre- so in terms of presentation? Because um, I've been now, right- there are some good ones out there. I will say that. I'm yeah, but the, they're but all bad. Pre- presentation. Can you define presentation to you? Because drizzling some stuff on a plate and taste is one thing, and and then different colors. I don't even want to talk about that. I want to get your interpretation of presentation. Mm-hmm. What's your interpretation of presentation, and why do you think it's important for the food and culinary? I think I think visually we see people, things, objects immediately before we speak, before we taste, before we smell, before we do anything. And I feel like for me, when I did um, my catering and chefing, um, colors I picked lilac or purple because it was a mood specifically, right? It puts you in a calm state. Right. And so for that, I did that. And then also, um, uh, you know, floating candles, uh, fresh flower petals. Um, each table was set up like a, like a banquet and it could have just been uh, a photo shoot for a magazine, which, you know, the detail in having um, just the whole visual effect, I think, is what's missing sometimes. Oh, right. Like that you know whole pana- that panache. Yeah. Almost like a je ne sais quoi yeah. before a dish. Like something that you can't really explain. Because I do feel like right now people are doing some fun stuff, mm-hmm. but, the, but it does taste taste good. It yeah. tastes well, rather. Yeah. And it's like, that's cute and everything, but it doesn't taste And I think it's all good. the same... Like, I think everybody's looking at this saying, oh, I'm going to do this. They did this. I'm going to do that. Like, no one's standing out. And I'm not saying that I know all the chefs, so don't take it, you know. 